this Monday night, we're sending you back to the podcast. Oh, jeez. Hey. All right. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Josh Delgado. I'm here with my sister, Glenda Delgado. We're going to talk Indiana Jones, Chris Hemsworth, Tarantino. That's a breaking story. We're going to start with two quick topics. First off, I don't know. Did you ever watch uh, Frasier? Mm, I'm, no. I mean, I saw like episodes here and there, but not really. Okay. It was pretty good. Um, it seemed good. So Frasier, he has uh, just this real quick news. Niles is not coming back for the reboot. So mm. that's like his brother. So that's pretty interesting. Yeah. I like, I like Niles. Oh, so you do? Okay. I, I like Niles a lot too in his I'm relationship. I'm familiar with him and the dad. Yeah. Well, yeah. I like, well, the dad passed away, but yeah, I like I like Niles and Daphne, so it's kind of I don't even know if it's going to be good without Niles to be honest, but <laughs> we'll see. I guess we'll see. He said he's willing to do guest appearances, but it sounds like he hasn't filmed anything. And then, uh, real quick, or maybe we could talk about it. But uh, so I don't know you you know what's been going on with Blade. No. I know. So they cast. I mean, Mar- I feel like I heard something, but refresh my memory. Well, they casted Mar- Marcella Ali. How do you say his name? Oh, okay. Marcella. Uh, Mar- yes. Hold on. I know who you're talking about. Mahershala. Mahershala like- Ali. So yeah. they casted it. So it's been almost, I think, like four years. And then uh, I don't know. They're ready. Right. That's it. why I think I forgot. Yeah. So I yeah. know he's voiced his frustrations with the process because nothing's been moving good. So they yeah. replace. I don't know which director they replace, which I was confused because I thought at some point they replaced the old director of Sam Raimi, but I guess that was never true. So you were like this because I think you lo- you watched the show. I haven't seen it. You've seen Love Lovecraft uh, Country. Oh yes. So I Jan love Lovecraft Country. maybe you said Jan Demanchi. <laughs> okay. The director. He's 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 in now. He's in, and he's planning to go darker and grittier like the original movies. Nice. That's so people. Cool. People forget, like, uh, Blade was actually the, the first successful Marvel movies. It's like 10 years before Iron Man. Obviously, there is, a, I think it's before even X-Men and Spider-Man. It's like 90s. Yeah, so, it was, I just looked it up earlier. I think it was like 97. Yeah. So it's like three years then. And then uh, even the sequel. Yeah. 1998. So even the sequel had Guillermo del Toro, which is really good as the director. Yeah. So those yeah. movies are great. No, I loved Blade. So that's the, that's the hopefully they got they get things going because they're already pushed back the movie. So I just wanted to bring that up real quick. Wait, so is it going to be a movie or or TV no. series? This no, no, new so it's, it, it's a movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Four years I, I, in development. Okay. It's been a while, so they're they get it. They got a new director. I don't know if they get a new writer. I don't know okay. what else Jan Jan as a director has done, but. You know, hopefully I mean, I, I definitely liked his directing, but what I liked more was Misha Green's writing um, mm. and how she wrote Lovecraft Country. But I mean, I, I liked the visuals of Lovecraft Country, too. But with TV shows, you just never really know, you know, yeah, when directors are on there, I feel like executive producers are so involved, too. They're, they really are the directors. So it's hard to know, like, what he would bring in a film. I, I know that he guided these performances and they were good and there were some cool visuals so i i think that's good but we'll see i feel like tv show directing is really different than film directing in in the process you know yeah well yeah i was watching uh the like i mentioned before the movies <laughs> that made us and it's an interesting story with a uh, pretty woman because you know gary marshall yeah so that was his first movie he did uh laverne and shirley happy days and I think the what's the Robert Williams Mick Morty uh, what's it called? Oh yeah, um, is his name Morty something like uh, I used to watch. We used uh, to watch that show. Mindy and did. Morty was it Mindy and Morty? It was called Mork and Mindy. Mork and Mindy, you're so close. All right, so Mork and Mindy. So he's a, he was a great you know TV director for for comedies, but it's funny because in Pretty Woman, that's his first movie. And they get Richard yeah. Gere, and then they they bring in um, uh, the guy that plays George Costanza, my favorite, uh, Jason Alexander. Oh yeah, and yeah. Richard, Richard yeah. Gere, he's like, uh, be ready, <laughs> be patient, <laughs> because so uh, Gary Marshall. Who, what do you mean? Who did he say that to? To he, he said Gary to Jason, Alex, Jason Alexander. Oh, Jason they cast, Alexander. Okay. They casted him last, so uh, okay. they cast him last. So he's like, Let's just be ready for this experience because uh, Gary Marshall. 
so the the script changed a bunch and then uh i i guess gary didn't know they were doing uh, a lot of takes of each scene because they didn't know if they wanted to go serious they wanted to go comedic so first yep. you start with the script and then like all right just ad lib a little bit all right lighting the tone up so yeah. they were used to that and it seems like he doesn't know what he's doing he says to me get ready i don't know what movie we're making and i went what what do you mean and he said, oh, you'll see. They do three takes. The dark take. Do it like angry. Yeah, call the cops. That's that's great. Then they do a comedy take. Now do it like funnier. And then they do a whatever you want to try. Say something about his shoes. Okay, well, wait, don't you want to do the actual lines from the scene? And he went, shoes are good. So the, yeah. movie, the movie comes together uh in any haphazardly yeah and actually exactly. you know i would say having that much different takes of footage is definitely helpful it's not helpful it for is. the act it's not helpful for the actors but no to have that <laughs> extra footage like for the editor it is yeah yeah for Absolutely. the editor oh yeah, yeah because then you can set a tone and you can like hey, we can make this more comedic here and you have it so you don't have to go reshoot or right. nothing so for the for the editing room you know the movie is one a classic but for the actors that was a very frustrating experience and people were worried like oh shit he doesn't know what he's doing uh, yeah, and, and did you know, hear about the script? Uh, I yeah, it's all it's all watch Netflix. The movie's the, the script was like oh yeah, I think maybe I watched that one too. The I mean the, the, beat, the beats are, I don't know if it was super dark because even he says it's not like because there's like theories about the ending that was super dark. It wasn't even that dark, but oh, okay, because like, I hear like, she, I think she dies or something. She does not end. die. She doesn't. He explains oh, okay. it in the thing, so he, oh, okay. she does not die. The ending is the, like they have a they just break up. Like it's not a oh okay. It just doesn't. They break it's up. It's not and like she, this. She she takes her friend uh, to Disneyland. And it's just like a sweet moment between them that they just go to Disneyland. So she does not die. It was just a yeah. rumor that's gone on for generations. So yeah, it's not as dark, but uh, it it was definitely. Well, uh, I don't changed. know because they talked about it as dark too. Uh, Julia Robertson. Uh, I'm sure she's. But just, I don't know uh, if it was really the ending. It was really like the whole yeah, story. Yeah, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure it's more about dark. the dark side of being a a, a, hooker a prostitute. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, it was funny, even in the editing room, the editor was worried about uh, Carrie Marshall because she said, I think it was a woman, but she said she was editing. And then she looks at him and he's asleep. And she's like, what the fuck? And he's like, so what do you think? You were, she's like, you were snoozed off. He's like, oh, I wasn't asleep. I was, I was counting the beats, the comedic beats. I was counting, make sure like a rhythm. Nice. We had a screening and I looked over at Gary and I see him sleeping. And I thought, oh, God, that's so awkward. And the next day I said to him, you know, Gary, I think you missed a little bit of the movie because I looked over and you were like, your eyes were closed. And he's like, are you kidding? I wasn't sleeping. I was counting the beats between the jokes, my dear. We've got to get the jokes closer together. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. it all worked out, but you just never know. <laughs> I think exactly. You just never know because he probably did have a lot of guidance when, because when you are on a show, the real directors are the executive producers, and so like you could actually be a guest director on some on a TV show because they have everything set up already. They already know the tone. They already know the camera setups. So it's hard to tell if from a you know how you evolve from a TV director to film. But with Gary Marshall, the comedy makes sense because he came from comedy. Honestly, so he I, that I, for sure. TV quality is going up and up. I wouldn't be too worried. Like it is, the, yeah. Like the the Russo brothers when they hired the Russo brothers, I knew who they were because they did uh, Arrested yeah. Development. They did my show Community, yeah. I believe. So that's why they always put their community community actors in there. And what did yeah. they do? They fucking they saved Marvel. They uh and they they yeah. elevated it after what they had a uh, what's his name left that we talked about. He went yeah, to but DC. were they writers? They or, might be. They might also be writers, but they were they were the directors. Yeah. They're directors. Well, but, I'm not yeah. saying it would be bad. I'm just saying you don't know what you're really going to get. I don't know what his real tone is because I don't know how much of what was in Lovecraft Country was part of what the executive producers wanted or what he wanted. And Misha Green, her writing is like everything in that show, it's it's there. She's a very good writer. So yeah, I'm so excited. I, I'm just saying I don't know tonally what he... Writers will what tell you what, what they wrote and what appears on screen is not always yeah. the same thing. Oh, for so. sure. But then in the shows, there's executive producers, too. So I mean, you need good you writers, know. but the vision... But I'm sure it'll be good. Either way, I'm, I'm sure it'll be good. I, I think, you know, Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country was honestly, like, one of my all-time favorite HBO shows, so... 
And if I were to make something genre related, I would want to like follow their lead in the way they did it. It was just interesting really the way they choose directors now too, because they they seem to like people who has enough a lot of experience and young. Like they pull Game of Thrones directors, they'll put them on projects, and one indie film put them on a big project. So they I don't know why they do that a yeah. lot lately, but that's how it's been going. You're saying the studios will give them a, a movie uh, to do. If you have like one hit indie film and all of a sudden you're you're doing like a big film, oh, yeah, yeah. it's kind of crazy. And then they'll get them on the TV show. But they yeah. also pull yeah. directors like, oh, Game of Thrones. People have a consensus where the best episodes are usually the same director. So like Thor, yeah. Dark, Dark World, that wasn't yeah. not a great movie. That was like Game yeah. of Thrones director. I don't know if yeah. it's the writing's fault or his fault, but see, they always they they take a lot of chances. Uh, new directors well, and directors again, on TV. I think- well, I think with that is because it was in the, you know, again, because with the show, there's lots of hands involved. Not that in films there isn't, but in films, they do give a lot of power to the director. But in shows, the real director is an executive producer. And that, you know, with Game of Thrones, again, like that's already a built-in beast. They already have the sets. They already have the tone. They, the writing is there. And really, those two guys were the directors, even though they had directors there. They're really there just to, like, help the performances like even like Empire, it was George's story, but he um, Irv, Irv, Irving um, elevated those stories because he was a character director, so he got like more character-driven like performances out of you know Luke and Leia and all those characters. <clears throat> so, anyways, I, you know, I, I think with a TV show director at going into film, it's not necessarily bad. I just don't know if like you really know what you're going to get, you know. All right. <laughs> so I, I, <laughs> we'll see we'll see i'm uh, excited either way I mean, yeah and i like mahershala yeah he's great I he's agree. really good i hope i would like to see uh wesley snipes come back too like in a multiverse that would be cool. <laughs> i mean he yeah, has an age really i know no, he wanted he to be blade but he's too old he wanted to be blade he's too old but he doesn't look old he was in the the sequel to coming to america he was hysterical in it so he's, he's still got it you still got it part. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I should put this, bring him back. so next story i put this in here because I, I i saw you share the story and i saw i saw it myself so maybe you want to talk about it but indiana jones 5 will open with uh dh harrison ford it's gonna look yeah. it's about four years after the first movie and they're hoping it's gonna look like lost footage um i don't know if it's gonna look i don't know if it's gonna look that good i would say the best de-aging i've seen which is funny because it's like way before it became popular is Terminator Salvation, underrated movie. Okay. And uh, and you could tell it was expensive because they didn't use it too much. But at the end of the movie, it's Arnold's old body. Obviously, they hired a body double, old body, like from the yeah. original movie. Okay. And they put his okay. original face in there from the first movie, and that shit. I think I remember that. Yeah, that shit I remember looks, that. To this day, it looks, it looks yeah. so real. It looks better than yeah. most of this, especially like the Star Wars Age stuff that's bad. It looks so good. That's the best one I've ever yeah. seen. So this is Industrial well, Light of Magic. They, they've apparently even advanced the technology, but we'll see. What did James Cameron use? I mean, I think James Cameron is also like, I mean, did he do Salvation? Because no, I know no, no, he no. had it. It was, 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 was McG. He only did oh, the first okay. two movies. James Cameron only did the first two movies. The rest, that's why the rest aren't that good. But Salvation is actually underrated. People were like, "Oh, we need a Terminator movie in the future." And we're like, "Dude, that already happened, and it was actually really yeah. good." And uh, what was the name Anton Yelchin, or I don't know his name. The one Anton that passed Yelkin. Away. I love Anton Yelkin. He yeah. was great. The little kid that was yeah. with him was great. It was, uh, you know, yeah, it was really good. Is it? Is that the one with Christian Bale? Yeah, the one Christian Bale. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That yeah, a good it's one. underrated. And it's it was, actually really good. Yeah, and, the guy from and Avatar. actually the ending. Yeah, and the ending was kind of sad and tragic in that one too. Yeah. Right. I mean, it always it always is. Yeah, but that's it's actually that a really one. good movie. Even if you've never seen Terminator, yeah. it's a really good movie. But then yeah. the, the aging when he comes out, that shit looks so good. They melt his yeah, face. Yeah, that's true. Kind of a couple minutes in though, because uh, you could tell yeah. it was expensive at the time to really do it. Yeah, but yeah, they, it was money well spent. It looks so real. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> what do you think that? How do you think Harrison Ford's gonna look? You think they're gonna be able to do it? I don't know. They're using old model of face scan. Uh. I don't know if it was face scans. They're using old footage of him. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't trust I don't, them. They, think, they... Well, okay. Let's say maybe placing someone's face on someone that actually had that face maybe works better. Maybe that's why. Um, you, yeah, you need an actor Arnold. that has a, a similar face structure for it to yeah, work. Yeah, because the Luke one, the recent Luke one did really 
look really well on the Bubba Fett show. They, when so they, you know what's funny? They, um, I think they redid the effects too. Uh, this guy on YouTube was doing better effects than them. Yeah, they and hired they hired him. him. Yeah. They hired him exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and they might have actually gone back and redone the other stuff too, but I don't know. But oh, it, okay. it looked better. Look, so you're the one, the new one you talk about. In Bo, uh, Bo, was it Boba Fett? It looked better. Boba still, Fett, it yeah. still wasn't great. It, that one but was it pretty did look good. better. It did look better. It looked, but it it looked pretty it good. Great. Yeah. I'm sure it'll look good in the movie. It looks better on the big screen. So, like when Leia yeah. uh, on uh, Rogue One, it looked. I thought it looked really good. But then when I watch it on the TV, like, oh, I could kind of see it now. But um, yeah, I thought she uh, didn't look too good. It's funny. See, well, when you first saw it in the theaters, you thought it didn't look that good. Yeah, I really? don't know. Okay. It looked too animated for me in a way. I don't know. It I think, didn't it's, even I think it's lit up a little weird, but. I thought yeah, it looked good in the big screen, but when I watch it now, yeah, I could totally see it now. But it's not awful, but yeah. I, can, I can totally see it. I think uh, I remember, though, uh, Edward Forlong looking pretty good, I think. Remember oh, how yeah, they brought actually, him back? I yeah, thought he you know did, because you're talking about Terminator. His did look yeah. good, yeah. His did look yeah. good, you're right. And that actually, that really one broke good. my heart, because I love Edward oh, that, Forlong, that and then he died balls. in that scene. I mean, we suck yeah, balls. but that I'm just saying that That was such an insult. Oh, well... I mean, I thought it was all right. I didn't. I don't remember hating it. I thought it was okay, and I like that other actress too. Like the, I like but the I, cast, but, but I like the cast. I like the like cast. they brought Linda, yeah. and I like the Robbie or whatever his name is, the Hispanic guy. I like him, but it just it was exactly. just a bad movie. I like the girl. It was just a bad movie, man. Just like, and it was just the beginning is just a fu. That dude, that kid yeah. trains so much. It's just like Terminator Two, all that they went to. It's just yeah. a dumb little kid, and they make him like a dumb little kid. Oh my god! Yeah. You know, he cried. And he then cried, they killed Edward Forlong. Though you know, he cried that about that. Like they, he's like they brought me back to kill me. You know, like <laughs> Edward Forlong. Yeah, I think he cried, but he was he was very upset about it. I think he was upset about it. Yeah, and I, oh, yeah, they should just. But they did look back. good. I will say, yeah. See the Terminator ones. It did they, look good. They did look good. They look good. And yeah, it but broke I don't my think heart. that was Industrial Light and Magic. <laughs> it's not going to no. take me out. So maybe the they're using something else. Maybe they're using something they're else. Well, see, the shorter it is, because it takes a long time. So yeah. that's uh, uh, there's a YouTubers. I don't remember their name. They they they're all about VX VX effects. It's mm-hmm. not that uh, they can't do it. It's just about what kind of time do you have in post production. So the right. more t- like because they were talking about the Rock. The Rock did that a long time ago, where they put his face yeah. on the scorpion body and it looks awful, yeah. and then they go back and yeah. they, they make it look better without even meeting mm-hmm. him or whatever um yeah. it's all about time uh, the more time you have yeah. the better it looks so if they're rushing the movie which i don't think they have been it probably will look really good so it's just well about chris time. would agree with you on that because uh, you know he he does edit and everything is like we need it now we need it now he's like well do you want it to look good yeah exactly <laughs> and it said all the editors think that way because they want in movies they want everything yesterday everything yeah. needs to be done yesterday and you know, for editors, they want more time to make things look good. You know. Have you seen uh, the <laughs> Have you seen the Tom Cruise uh, deep fakes? No, but I've seen the Keanu Reeves one. Actually, I have yeah. seen Tom Cruise's too. So but the reason they're... the reason uh, that works so well is because they got a guy looks who like looks him. just like him already, so it's easy mm-hmm. to put that face on him. Yeah. But they said also very important is that he can do the voice because the voice helps sells it. Mm-hmm. You know, your, all your senses are there, so your voice yeah. sells, yeah. sells it. So that's yeah. what for Harrison Ford. I know they have that one actor. He did a movie with Harrison Ford, and then he he, he played his son. And they're like, dude, he looks just like him, and he does the voice. And he was that guy was disappointed. No, you keep doing that. You're gonna flood your engine. Thank you. Thank you for the useful tip. Well, you're gonna get one hell of a tan at least. Hey, Jeff, what's your problem? Nothing. He wasn't casted in the solo movie. So I was thinking they should cast oh, that guy, but they to... probably did it. <laughs> I don't know his name. He did a movie with Harrison Ford. He did a movie. He did like a short movie, a short film, a small film with Harrison Ford. A short Ford. film? No, okay. no, sorry, sorry, not a short film. Uh, uh, indie film. Oh, with, oh uh, okay. I believe it's an indie film with Harrison Ford where he played his son. They're like, man, they look alike. Uh, and then he, do, he actually he was he became famous on YouTube for doing Harrison Ford voice. Like those no way. Voice. That's so he wanted cool. he was disappointed he didn't get it solo because he would have he would have nailed it he's already an actor it's not like he's just a youtuber yeah he did a movie with harrison before the solo but uh, they didn't cast him i would say they need to cast that guy for this one but i doubt they did so I don't yeah know. <laughs> no i, I mean i feel is, like though. they probably put harrison ford himself because i mean unless he's running around yeah. i mean i don't know i don't know the scene but if it's just like well, the thing simple, is uh, like well i was saying it's both because they they need he needs to have the body harrison ford is very frail now so to do that you need a guy with his physique to do those scenes so if you have Maybe. that guy I... with his face it's well do ten, you know the scene already better. 
Do you know what? the scene or for, for the movie? The third, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 four years after the first movie. It's just gonna be it's gonna open the film. It's gonna set okay. something up. So I imagine it's only like under like five to ten minutes. So like because if it's while he's being a teacher or while he's wearing a suit, it could work with him. But if it's I like doubt. him, no. Well, yeah, I'm assuming if since you know these type of movies, it's gonna be a fun intro of him as indiana and it's gonna set up something because this play, movie takes place in 1969 i think it's gonna okay. set up something with nazis for 1969 him being okay. a teacher that's boring there's no point why even do it i don't care <laughs> i mean i don't know if it, if it's setting up something it could be that you know I, i'm not saying teacher but like you know how in in um i think it's the second one or maybe it's one in one of them they, the government comes to him for help and he explains yeah, the yeah. whole the arc. I mean, I'm just saying, if it's something where he's talking, I might, be anyway, might be both. Might be both. It might be a teacher. Then he goes and does something, or I don't know. Yeah. I have a feeling it's gonna connect to Raiders and then uh, full circle and just you know finally end the franchise. He's yeah. looking even more frail than the last. I I I, I forgot how old. that movie came out like over ten years ago, right? The last movie. So he's oh, even yeah. older than last time. <laughs> Crystal Skull came out a long. I mean, now it's been a while. Let's see. By the way, did you watch the Congress talking about that? No, not yet. We're watching a lot of oh, Kirby okay. enthusiasm. Oh, okay. Great, one of the greatest comedies of all time. And I'm showing Mariana <laughs> the Sopranos. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Why doesn't this come up right away? Wow. Were you getting the actual Crystal Skulls? I guess it, I think it came out in 2000. Yeah, the Crystal Skull. But it should pop up right away, and it's not. It's 2008. 2008, okay. <laughs> <laughs> search. Okay. 2008. Search 2008 specifically. <laughs> no, it just popped up before I even searched it. I was typing it. it I know, normally it pops up on IMDb for me, but this time it didn't. Oh, it you went, went IMDb? IMDb is like one of the worst sites ever for searching stuff. It's, it's the worst. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it has an accurate year. Just Google, dude, Google. <laughs> No, I did Google. I'm saying normally IMDb pops up first. I wasn't oh, okay. searching IMDb, oh, okay. is what I'm saying. Say. So I got all this other stuff. I'm like, okay, just show me IMDb's date, whatever date that is. But anyway, yeah, that We're was a while ago. Yeah. yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah. All right. Let's get to our main topics. I don't know if you've seen this. Chris Hemsworth uh, getting a lot of hate. Um, so I don't know who uh, getting hate, but I heard about some things he said about Taika. I don't even know what that is. You can you can bring that up after. Remember that, okay. so we bring it up after we talk about this. Okay. He's probably, he's probably blaming him huh, for the <laughs> for the movie. Let's see. Yep. Well, well, save it. Well, I want to know for once. You can surprise me with something, but okay. Uh, he's taking hate because he's taking a break from acting after finding a Alzheimer predisposition. Uh, yeah. So he's the show for Disney Plus called Limitless. Limitless. Which he had to yeah. take a break for filming halfway because uh, he said he was too buff, you know, uh, for the for the stuff he was doing. Because you do know, so you know how women uh, they complain like women always sexualize the movies, but men go through the same thing, especially in these Marvel movies where they have to get like super buff and it's like un unmaintainable weight. Like they mm -hmm. go into high gear for like three months, they're super ripped, and it's not something you can even yeah. keep. Uh, that comedian, yeah. um, the internals, the Indian guy, the comedian. He got buff yeah. for that role. And he, and he got buff yeah. like three or four years before the movie came out. I was like, bro, he how did. long did you yeah. have to be buff? Like, it took him time. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous for, for a movie that yeah. he's great in it, but it's not like they even show off his muscles or anything. Like he, like he even needed to be buff in that role. So, but you yeah. know, Chris, Chris has to, Chris, both Chris's, Hemsworth and Evans, they have to show their muscles and everything. So it kind of sucks, you know? And then nobody, yeah. nobody cares about that. But, uh, so, you know, he found out he's going to have eyes, Alzheimer's, you know, and you know, the, the, he got injured. Uh, he was getting injured on the show Limitless. He went back and finished it after he filmed Thor. Um, so people were just like, "Oh, I wish I could take a break from my job just because I I'm gonna be sick one day." And all this stuff is like, he's an actor. He can work when he feels like working. What do you mean? It's not yeah. like he's not a nine to five. Yeah, he he can take breaks. Yeah. He can retire yeah. right now if he wanted to. He's not yeah. obligated to play Thor. I just don't understand. Yeah, how, how people are so mad. He's taking a They're break really from acting. Mad? Really? Yeah. First of all, like mentally, that's traumatizing. Like, oh shit, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. have Alzheimer one day. But like, 
he can take a break yeah. anytime he wants he's not obligated yeah. to work to do thor to work for us he's, he's an actor he could yeah. retire right he, now and that's just what it he is. doesn't I, work I for us so i don't yeah he works for himself it's, he, he's self, yeah. it's like being self-employed sort of he has to earn his roles and everything it's like what are you talking yeah. about people are so mad that he's taking a break because of, like he's not obligated to do anything for you it's so weird i just don't understand i mean people. that's anybody if you found that out or if i found that out and i needed to take a break i'm that's okay why is well, that well okay, see their perspective know? is they can't afford to take a break so they gotta go to work well that yeah no, that's the privilege of being rich and an actor well no not everybody can take a break people gotta work people got bills to right pay i'm just saying money. he can yeah i understand like yeah we all work nine to fives in real life but so that's they're the, hating that's the perk. because he's able to they're yeah. mad because he's able yeah. to do that's, silly. that's the perk of being rich and famous. I hate to tell you, being rich yeah. is you could you could do that. Yeah. Like that's just a perk. Like what do you it's not like anybody gets those roles, you know? It's like it is what yeah. it is. Why take it out on him? And he's allowed yeah. to be like mentally fucking phased by it. Like, Jesus Christ. Well, I've always wanted to research like what kind of scarring acting does to the brain because sometimes people go through these traumatic scenes over and over again. Yeah. And well, they, yeah. if they're so real to them, I'm like always curious have if anyone's ever done like brain scans to actors, especially well, people like say, Nicole Kidman. Nicole why? Kidman puts herself in these brutal scenes in almost like everything she does. Well, she just did. Um, so she did that HBO show, uh, Little Liars. For, I think mm -hmm. it's um, what is it called? Hold on, I'll tell you. But almost everything she does is so like, oh my, like so she's in a an abusive relationship in Big Little Lies, um, and then and then she did a Hulu show, which was where she was playing like a a cult leader. I, I mean, it's just like, and then she's like crying, you know, authentically in these scenes and like. Not even just the crying, just like getting so emotional. She played Lucille Ball. I'm just saying when people commit so much and their brains really believe they're there. And she says that when she goes home, she brings it home. She does bring it home. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there are people that could turn it off. But people who are like taking it home and that still resonates with them are like, you know, Heath Ledger, <clears throat> who did take it with him. Like, I wonder what this stuff is doing to yeah, their brains. I, mean, I, think the, I think the whole Heath Ledger thing is overblown, though, like people people's it's not like he was out there saying like uh, i'm getting depressed and blah 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 people put that out there was didn't he die from like drug overdose or sleeping pills or something yeah but that, that's all drug abuse is a yeah sign i of mean depression. he did a whole he did it, it they always they always blame the joker but he did a whole another movie that people well, forget they do say and he because he had journals i mean people around him did say it changed him and that even he said it was hard to like Okay, even let's say, okay, let's say he was fine after that. I am still curious how that kind of stuff scars their brains, like if it scars their brains, because they say that all our emotional trauma does scar our brains. So I don't know, it's interesting. Like, and for Chris Hemsworth, maybe, you know, it isn't as intense and like there, you know, I don't know, I used, I think we're going to talk about Quentin, but, call, you know, he called him not, not a real actor. But I mean, he's committing to these roles. Like he's, he's it's real he's not, for him. It's not what he said. He said, um, "There's no real movie stars." Anymore. Movie stars, yeah. And exactly. uh, yeah, I quoted it wrong, but you know, I think he's he is a movie star. People are what, what's sad, interesting but... with with that quote, right? So Anthony Mackie, uh, you know, the Falcon, he mm -hmm. said the same thing not that long ago. That I think I think, but Anthony Mackie's perspective is different. So. Uh, he said that the same thing you're not a superstar anymore you're just the character the the, the character you're playing is the star like the falcon's the star uh you know I think the, it just depends i think chris evan is a movie star i think chris yeah. is a movie star i just think they haven't yeah branched out as much as chris evans branched out more like knives out and stuff yeah, like that yeah he has yeah but he's also a better actor. <laughs> but Chris Hemsworth is great in comedies. I love it when he pops up in a comedy. He's actually great. It. Yeah, he's a great comedic actor. Yeah. So I, I love him in comedies. But what, like Anthony Mackie, I just don't think he's a star. He took over a Netflix show, and I, I I've met him. He's 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 a funny, chill dude. Like he's really cool. Uh, I just when he did he took over a Netflix show where uh, I, I forgot the name. It was a sci-fi show where you could, they take over different bodies. So you can change the actor yeah. at any time. And when he took over, I couldn't watch it anymore. It just wasn't good. It didn't feel like yeah. you still got to be oh, like. I think I know what show. Yeah, the personality just wasn't there as far as like his previous personality. So it was like, you're not delivering. So that's just, you know, that's unfortunately more him. Like if <laughs> I just don't think he has that star appeal. Yeah, that's why exactly. he would see, That's why he would think that way. 
Yeah, and maybe he, in some ways he does. I'm sure he has fans. I, I think there are movie stars. It's just I don't I don't know why. Well, I think um, I think well, I think Quentin's perspective is like I wouldn't cast those guys. I would have cast like Leo, Leo. They're not Leonardo DiCaprio. He gets the best of gets the best of the best. So in his perspective, like I would never, I, I don't think he could deliver anything I would want him to do. That's that's why you know I like I don't I don't yeah, see it. I, I don't think I don't that see means he's not a movie star. I think yeah. it's just his perspective. Like the hateful ones for me was the the other director, um, the the legendary one with the glasses. What's his name? Uh, Goodfellas. Um, Oh, Scorsese. Scorsese, I, those were hateful. Yeah. Those are hateful. <laughs> I believe he generally just hates it all. But <laughs> I, I just so when I Tarantino and then you see Anthony Mackie, I think it's more of their perspective on things. Like Anthony Mackie, why, why I am, why I'm not a star. And then Quarantino's like, I would never. I don't think they could do anything. I will write down, like you know what I'm saying. Unless he one day if he casted Chris Evans mm. and he just. And he was uh, against it, but he used them. He, which he, it would never happen. He gets what he wants, but <laughs> I, I think he'd be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> yeah, I, even I, even exact, Scarlett, like exactly. Scarlett's actually Scarlett's a really great actress. Like she's she an, used to yeah, be an, an actress, actor, actress, actress. Yeah, yeah exactly. she used to be an actress, actress. Like she's really great. Mm-hmm. Just because you do a Marvel mm-hmm. movie doesn't mean you can't act. Robert Downey Jr. was a great actor back in the day, you know, and he doesn't have to get buff. He's lucky. So. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think, and also honestly, I think. Chris Hemsworth could give him something. A lot of Quentin stuff is humorous. So why wouldn't he be able to deliver? I mean, he could have done the boxer role that Bruce Willis does, and it would have been cool too. Like, it would have been different. But there are things Chris Hemsworth could do in an uh, artful indie film. I mean, I feel like he could. I, maybe his range is different. And movie stars, honestly, the highest paid ones weren't always the best actors back in the day anyway. They were the ones that brought people to the movie theaters. Like, you know, Julia Roberts, Cameron Diaz are notorious for being the highest paid actors of all time. They had no training. And Cameron Diaz for a long time couldn't do an accent, you know. So I don't know. I don't know. But I think it's just more, can you commit to the role that they're giving you? And if you have that it factor that you're talking about, which is hard to find, you can't identify the it factor. That's just like you have something that people resonate with, you know. Jennifer right. Lawrence, I say, I would say is like today's like movie star of our time because she's cast she's in like, so many things she she was but she's <laughs> she's faded hard they don't she's cast her anything be- no more i mean i think because she took her break we'll see she's only 30 like i feel like she's so young like she, she started like, you know she's back. probably getting about blackballed a bit because she was uh complaining really early in her career because yes. she didn't like to do the makeup yeah. and all she wasn't yes being a pro <laughs> and yeah. people even you in know, the next movies that... like in the x-men yeah. movies like come on mystique so I know. Rebecca Romaine, yeah. Mystique, right? She's not a. She's yeah. just. She's a model. I think she's a decent actor. Yeah. She's a good actress. I think so. Yeah, she. She's yeah, a I model. So. And she. Yeah. She yeah. never complains. She put on. She's always blue. Always blue. And she's butt yeah. naked doing it. Uh, a pro. Yeah. A pro. Pro. And then I she agree. comes in. No, uh, yeah. Jennifer Lawrence is a better actress, but she She yeah. kind of seemed like she didn't want to do the the hard the hard part. Exactly, and that honestly frustrated me too because I was like, man, dude, so many people would kill to do that, but. <laughs> There and then I thought about I was like and I heard her I actually just listened to her talk about it recently, and it's like she couldn't pee, you know she feels very vulnerable. So I think those are fair complaints because her body's very exposed. Not everybody's comfortable with that, and it was just pain. And that you know I could see okay like yeah if I was doing that every day, I guess I would be kind of embarrassed too. And like I mean, she I had like, to have somebody. I, I like her watch work. Her I would like pee. to see. So, uh, <laughs> I like to see her do more, but she just hasn't. Uh... It didn't help. She made that that movie that you liked with uh, the whole allegory about God and everything with her ex husband. Yeah, mother. So. <laughs> mother. But she even said herself she would never do it again. So, yeah, you know, or do something good. like that again. She <laughs> was very she was very disturbed, but she herself was disturbed by the ending. Too, and you know so. what? Uh, when you talk about and like, I was just health... I, I don't know if I liked it. I actually am very disturbed by the ending. I don't think it was necessary. The rest of it I liked because the tension was there. And I see what he was trying to do. I see that analogy, but I don't think the ending was necessary. You know, it's just uh, too I gratuitous. I didn't watch it, but oh, okay. They they kill baby, right? Something like that. But you see it happen, yeah, and <laughs> it's it just, it's, yeah, it's just, and it was real. It was sad. Yeah, it was too much. Uh, and you were talking about mental health. I'll be more worried about the actors from like the seventies and stuff, like The Shining, when they're yeah. they're allowed to like just abuse them and like. Yeah. Even uh, what's it called? The Exorcist. 
you know, like yeah. uh, he shot a shotgun, a real shotgun into the air just to scare the the actors to get that general reaction. <laughs> That's which is traumatic. Like, oh, that yeah. yeah. So and the little girl, they like flung her around. So like. That's why that's why sometimes uh, those movies are better because they're getting genuine reactions or like even Die Hard when they, they threw the dude off the roof, they were supposed to tell him when they're going to drop him and they didn't tell him. So that's genuine fear. You get yeah, you get better stuff when you're traumatizing. Oh, that's horrible! You didn't oh know my that? god, no one you know that the guy. Dude, that's when like he a fell. classic. Everybody knows that. So yeah, Alan Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman was pissed. Alan Rickman was pissed because he's on the cable wire. He's he's high up there, in the set, but he's still high. He has to fall, and they're they were gonna do the countdown, or whatever, and they didn't tell him. They just dropped him. So that's just genuine, oh. genuine fear of like this—he's falling, like you know, you don't know if him something malfunctioned or something. So it's genuine fear. That's horrible. Yeah, but that's how this, yeah. these these directors back in the day got real fucking terror. Like they, they would. Oh yeah. They're fucking I mean, wild, man. Yeah. You can't exactly. do that shit now. Though. You can't do that shit no, now. No, you so can't. You don't get as as good as performances, but you know. I don't it's know. Not, you it's still right. do. You, you have can. To have a good you actor. can. But some people miss. Like oh, it's just like like back in the day. Like well, they did crazy shit back. I think you just like know you just like knowing that it was real fear. But I think you could still show it without all that. If you have if you have a good actor, that's why you need good actors. Alan Rickman is a great actor. They did. I don't think they needed to do that to him. (laughs) Just a prank, bro. (laughs) That's so messed up. And then uh, you want to hear the Chris Hemsworth thing? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was about to ask. So Chris Hemsworth said that he would do Thor again, but he wouldn't do it with, like, a crazy genius director again, hinting at wow. Taika. And I was like, that's, yeah. And I reread it, too, because I was like, no, he didn't say that. He did say it. And I was like, oh, that's okay. disappointing. Well, he also did the the movie before that that everybody loves. Exactly. Everybody turned on Taika, and it's just like, come on. Yeah, it's he annoying. Had, it's like... It's really annoying. He literally had the best marvel i would movie. say From, it, there's probably a better movie in there if it wasn't so short so maybe i don't know what's going on with that like it need to be fleshed out more and maybe maybe tone down the the love love and thunder right love and thunder so it's a little short the, the i would say what, what hurt that movie is probably not necessarily his fault so what, what um i was gonna say uh so you cast um what's his name batman what's his name christian bale great actor mm-hmm. right and the mm-hmm. character was really good but Mm-hmm. That's the kind of character that should have been built up like they've done in the past. He should mm-hmm. have been built up different mm-hmm. movies. Christian Bale's not going to do that anymore. He's not going to be building yeah. it up for you. He's going to do it one time. Yeah. So that hurts the movie right there. So yeah. that's that's not really his fault. And then like the other thing is they love the what's the one before the movie before Love and Thunder, um, Ragnarok. Ragnarok. So everybody loves Ragnarok. Favorite, Ragnarok yeah. has yeah. a lot of I humor. Love Ragnarok. It literally yeah. starts with humor when he's upside down. He's yes. talking jokes. Yeah. It changed. It, it saved the franchise really because the other movies were not everybody loved, and the first movie was actually kind of funny too. But okay, so why is that movie better? Because it got it, it was allowed to be darker because it's setting up the end game. It's setting up the last two movies, Infinity War. It's setting the shit up, so you're allowed to kill yeah. so many people. You're allowed to yeah. do that. You can't do that again in Ragnarok because it's, 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 they can only do so well, much. Okay. I think part been, of the issue too. Yeah. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Uh, go well, ahead. no. I, so Chris Hemsworth made another comment. He said that Thor lost his mind in the last movie, and so he did go a little sillier. Like Thor was, while there was humor, he was still a badass, you know. And in this one, he was doing the splits and like the John Claude Van Damme like sideways splits to stop two ships and like just being over overly silly. Um, Honestly, it didn't bother me. I still love the movie. I do think it, it went for the humor more. Um, but I think that's what people didn't like. And I think he also is trying to express he didn't like how, how it went a little too far with Thor being ridiculous, you know. So his comment was just that Thor lost his mind. <laughs> the yeah, they, could, they could have toned it down. And that's fair. I, enjoyed I think it. that's fair. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I think that um, there's a lot... The thing is that people aren't seeing that um, Taika Dill still added a lot of depth to it. You know, there's a father-daughter story there, you know. I, and I, I actually like the chemistry between um, Natalie Portman and Chris Hemsworth and making her nerdy. And he also understands Natalie Portman's um, charm. I think he brought that out. Like, she did a lot of that goofy romantic stuff in, in um, the movie that one of the, some of the movies that she's famous for, like um, Garden State you know, where it's kind of nerdy and cute. And he kind of, I think he was always a fan of hers. So I think he kind of brought, he said, just be yourself, be like that kind of goofy, you know, um, 
nerdy self i liked it i like seeing that side of her and like how she couldn't find a catchphrase like there's just so much that's good about it but i can see that sometimes it went a little overboard with thor in in like making him look a little silly you know i didn't but i don't think it destroyed the movie the way people are making it seem yeah yeah me too but yeah I, i can understand if you wanted to tone it down but a lot of people just didn't like it because of it and maybe that would have been helpful to have like a hundred different takes so you can t- you can tell it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe let me not do the split. <laughs> yeah, I understand. I understand where they're coming from. I just I didn't think it ruined the movie, but that's just something. Like next time, let's tone it down. You know. Yeah. But at the same token, like it's just figuring out the balance that they, like they did in Ragnarok. But it's also yeah, exactly like, the balance. Yeah. It was never going to be as emotional. I mean, they tried with the cancer thing and everything. So I thought I, I thought it was emotional uh, there. Yeah, they that was turned, sad toned for down me. the humor, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they have to work alongside each other well. So when you have such a weighty scene and then him doing the splits right before that, I think they well, and then remember, also like, I don't even remember him doing a split, so Oh, well, you could cut that in. It looks ridiculous. He, he's doing like the Jean-Claude Van Damme, like like straight oh, up like of. this with his legs like that and stopping two ships. And then also I think people didn't wasn't like that with how those, Wasn't that in the owl scenes or something? Yeah. Uh, and I think people didn't like that The beginning too. of the movie. It's funny. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think it's funny. I, I just think he, I can see why, why he was doing that, someone like, in like the Chris middle Hemsworth. I, I can see why Chris, Chris Hemsworth though feels like I like felt, felt ridiculous maybe doing it, you know. I would um, say if he was doing that in the middle of the movie against Gore, that'd be one thing. But the beginning of the it's the beginning of the movie. <laughs> yeah, well, I think people also didn't like um, Zeus, you know how silly he came off, and yeah, it could have been cool to see like more. Um, well, he scary was doing the, the Zeus. He was doing the legitimate. He did. He Greek, did do uh, two versions. Accent. Well, he was doing a legitimate Greek accent because he's supposed to be Greek. He was. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was silly. Yeah. He was silly. He was silly. Yeah. I was. I was surprised I mean, he was silly. Yeah. I mean, it didn't bother me, but I could see why that would, you know, because you know when you compare it to yeah to Ragnarok, none of the villains were silly. You yeah. Know? So he wasn't really a villain though. He just wasn't a hero. Well, no, he's an antagonist just... of that story. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they could have well, at, like, that, at that point. That's when it's just start getting more serious. Like you keep yeah. the you, you keep the joke about flicking too hard because that's hysterical. Yeah, that was hilarious. You keep that, but uh, <laughs> he could have. Yeah, that that's that's when they need to start getting. More I think serious. you always want your villains, like you said in another you know podcast that you know we always like the bad guys when they're like badasses. And I have to say in Ragnarok, like the the fire one was really cool. He was you know. Um, the one that was hanging him upside down that destroys the pro- that uh, commits to the prophecy and obviously Kate Blanchett the sister was awesome like yeah, as a villain good. and then even the Hulk he at some kind of plays an antagonist to Thor at, in the beginning when they're getting to know each other and even that's fun and not overly humorous he's not saying that much so you have to have your antagonist be kind of cool in a way you know um and like yeah. you said, they could have developed Christian Bale more. You know, it was just so yeah, short that, for such a cool actor. Yeah. They needed, yeah, and that cool needed villain. to be fleshed out more. Yeah, yeah. For I mean, especially actually... since he's killing gods, you know? So that's literally Thor yeah. and Jane are in danger, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Let's get to the final topic. Uh, this was a big one. I don't know if you heard this yet. So uh, Tarantino was on a podcast with Tom Segura. That's a comedian. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which is surprising. So he's already written an eight-episode limited series that he's going to direct next year. So I imagine okay. it's going to be on Netflix because he's a... Uh, he's, uh, what's that that Western he did? He, he, tur- he turned that into a limited series on Netflix. So it's actually... Wait, Quentin? Yeah. Django? The Crazy Eight or something? The Hateful Eight. The Hateful Eight. Oh, the Hateful not, Eight. Not Django, yeah. not Django. The Hateful oh, Eight. Okay. So it's already a long movie. He actually made that into a limited series on Netflix. It's even longer, which I enjoyed. So he's that? making the Hateful. No, I didn't know that. He's making the it's... Hateful Eight into a limited series. He already did that. It's an off... already it's did on that. Ne... Yeah, it's on Netflix. <laughs> you can oh, watch it on shit. Netflix. I... Yeah. What was that a... recently or a long like time a year, ago? Like a year ago. Damn, I didn't even know. Why so yeah, know he this? has. But this is a new series. Okay. He's written a new okay. eight episode series. <laughs> 
Okay. I imagine I'll go Netflix unless somebody pays more because he's already worked with Netflix. Okay. That was like breaking news on the the podcast of Tom Segura. About what? What's he writing about? Then didn't say. Mm. It's a secret until he's ready. He's to so he's this, ready. This ten thing, ten movie, and then I ten movies, and then I quit. Is that like legitimate movies? Like TV shows don't. Yeah, count yeah, then? yeah. It has to be a legitimate movie. Okay. TV right. show doesn't count, which means we get more Quentin, so that's good because we only got well, one. What do you left. think? What do you think about what he said on that podcast? As far as like, um, what's that movie? The last movie he did. Hold on, let me. Once upon once a upon time, time in Hollywood. What do you think about him saying that's his best movie ever? Do you <laughs> think so? No. Do you agree? I did not. I did not love that movie. Uh, yeah. The movie was kind of pointless. I don't know. I was like, why? What's the point of this movie? I didn't understand. Charles Manson's barely in it. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't get it. Uh, I didn't like the revision history because it was like whatever. It worked in the uh, the Glorious Bastards, right? Revisionist history. How they they killed the mm-hmm. fucking Hitler. Uh, I love that yeah, movie. That uh, was really cool. There's yeah. some mistakes in that movie that doesn't make sense in the ending continuity okay. errors that, that are really stand out. But I still love okay. the movie. Um, but this one is like okay, he wanted to re- revision his history again, but it wasn't. We don't spend time with. Uh, yeah, it caught me off guard, especially since I don't watch trailers and I didn't know anything about it. I was like, oh, was this about it's revising? Interesting, because you know, uh, like you said, revision is history. It's based off real stuff in Hollywood, like that ranch they go to was really part of it and all that. And uh, I just, I, could, I, didn't, I don't know. I can see why it's his favorite one to write because he knows so much about Hollywood and he got to write about it and like fictionalize it all, but it being his best, I don't know about Sounds that. Right. I mean, and I, he also disrespected know? Bruce Lee and like, he's supposed to be a big fan of him. So I, I know like, I was okay with that, honestly, because I think I see the point that he was trying to make. I mean, I don't a hundred percent like it either. Cause I love Bruce Lee, but I, as far as like storytelling, I think he was just trying to say that. And I get that, that um, Brad Pitt's character was so great that he beat Bruce Lee, but I think he took it a little too far. Like beat him fine, but like he made him look silly, and that was threw sad, him on the you know? car and everything. And yeah, I don't know. The I actor, mean, I get what he's trying to do, but the actor know. nailed Bruce Lee. I'll say that, but he did. That's not his best movie. His best movie is probably Pulp Fiction. I was gonna say, what do you think? Pulp, Pulp Fiction. Fiction yeah. Is that your opinion movie. or? Uh, I, those two. I don't or know you... which one's better, but those are his two best movies. Like Pulp Fiction and which one? Django. Django and Chain. Django. You know which one's my favorite. It's just probably, I don't know if he counts it on his list, but the one he did with Robert, Death Proof. I think, I think he does count it. That's, that, I think that's I know his he worst, loves it too. I think that's his worst movie he ever made. I know. I think, it, I think <laughs> most people don't it's, really like it, but it's I don't awful. know. It's so bad. Well, like the writing is so it's bad. Meant to be. Okay, but Robert delivered. That movie is hysterical. Robert did deliver. Robert, Robert delivered. Did that movie is so yeah. fucking funny, dude. <laughs> this movie is so funny. He's I like, like them both, but for like, different reasons. And yeah, it's supposed to be bad, but it see, it felt like um somebody trying to be Tarantino with the dialogue that was so awful, and then it's just so stupid. It's like no, I hope oh, he doesn't. I, count. I think he does count as a real movie. I hope he doesn't, but. It's confusing because Kill Bill is two parts. I, I don't know if that's one movie as well. He says that's one. He says okay, that's, that's one. one. So, yeah. Nah, I, I love I mean, Death Proof because, you know, like you're saying, oh, well, you should like, you know, you, you know, it has a female hero, but he delivered on the female, like, uh, heroes and like interesting characters in Jungle. Julia is so sexy and cool and like and these interesting. In death proof yeah no, i mean to cheesy. me i get they're it they're all corny as hell they're lame but that was the <laughs> point but i don't that remember who was, point, was in right? the in those roles it was so bad i just remember okay Kurt but Russell. maybe rewatch it maybe rewatch it now yeah. in your in your 30s because yeah. this was a long time ago too i don't rewatch it, it it's only an hour I'll watch, and it's I, actually, I, i've been meaning to watch planet terror again not that one <laughs> yeah they were we watched both I'm, i've rewatched planet terror a lot of times it's actually one of my favorites if not my favorite robert film um and we've talked about that but um Death Proof was also one of my favorites. I, I think it's, it, you know, it wasn't, um, It I think he did more like 70s, like slasher type of film versus like, you know, maybe what they were supposed to do. But I just, I, I love the character development. I love Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell's so good in it as a villain. Like, just rewatch it. Um, you know, I also like Abernathy. That name is so cool. And it's... Um, played by Rosario Dawson, one of my favorite actresses, and she's so good in it. Rewatch it. 
as an adult, I uh, think you might see it differently. It's good. It's second good. Wor- second worst movie, Jackie Brown. Oh, well, I don't but know. It, I, I I don't know if I I don't know if I've seen it, but um, seen it. Chris loves that one. Chris actually loves that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even know if there's any good scenes in that movie. I don't know. It just fell off. The whole movie fell off. I have the record. the The music's good. But the other one that I like is probably, um, yeah, I mean, I think Pulp Fiction has to be his classic. Like, I'm surprised that he didn't put that as his number one. You know? I think he just wants to prove this. He's not a one-hit wonder. If he picks that one, you know, it's like, it's got to be something else, you know? <laughs> it can't Dust be Pulp Till Fiction. Dawn was good. He wrote that, right? Didn't he write Dust Till Dawn? I mean, I, I guess know, he didn't uh, direct it, though. Robert worked, directed it. Robert directed it. They, I, I think they worked on it together, though. I think uh, Quentin wrote it. I mean, he acts, he acts it. I don't, I don't know if he wrote it. He acts in it. Let's see. Yep. Written by Quentin Tarantino. Story by Robert yeah. Kurtzman. Buster Don's great. Wait, so you say you're, the best Robert movie is what? For me, I mean, Planet Terror, I think, is one of my favorites. You know, right, so, I really liked, I remember really loving Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Like, every, every on, yeah. beat of that film was so good. And, so like, that's a Johnny great movie. Depp, like, yeah. I would say uh, Desperado is probably better though. But once a time, once upon a time is great. Just looking on here, which is if, if you can't pick the short film because that's basically a short film. I would have loved a, yeah. a, a real long version of Planet Terror, but you can't pick yeah, that one. You think Once Upon a Time? I would say. But I don't know because Sin City is such a classic too. I think Sin City is great. On that too. Yeah, Sin City. Like, that's what I was thinking. It's either between Desperado or Sin City. I'm gonna go with Desperado yeah. just because he films the whole movie. Where uh, there's some, there's a couple of guest directors in Sin City, right? Like Quentin and whatnot. Uh, I think he credits. They filmed yeah, the scene. I mean, they I filmed think, like a scene. I think Quentin they, did a car I think scene. They filmed like a scene. Yeah, Qu- but Quentin I, did I a car like scene, and I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, it's Robert's but movie. I still feel it's yeah. Robert's film. It is, yeah. yeah, it's and Robert's it's, movie. Yeah, yeah, and, and he, yeah. I think, as far as like ingenuity and like really being on the forefront of green screen you know and you know trying to promote what george lucas promoted which is just like getting the technology out there even if it's not great to like evolve it i think you know just being on the forefront of using the green screen to create something visually really cool and stunning and that's something that really pays homage to the comic like i think everything he did there was so genius you know you can see really why he's he's a director because I think he's very visual and he's always taught me to like learn everything. And I don't know that he's known as a storyteller, but he actually is a storyteller. And I think that most good directors understand storytelling. And he definitely, even if he's not known for that, um, I know personally that he understands character development and like Uh, story. um, If you want to, if you want to contact your boy and get a, like a breaking news, if they're a little battle angel sequel anytime, if you want to break that at some point, that'd be great. Cause that movie was awesome. (laughs) <laughs> oh i know i love to lead a battle and yeah, go. That's just I fucking that was awesome. so cool yeah, yeah. no I, I wanted to come back but i don't know if it will you know i, I don't I mean, know yeah i think it, I love uh, james cameron Rosa producer Salazar. right james cameron produced it because he actually yeah. had the rights to it for a long time and was gonna do it and then he yeah, gave he, it to uh, robert. yeah robert did a great job he delivered on that one i thought um, i thought so yeah you would never know if uh if james cameron or he directed it you know so it was so good but if you want to break, get, get some inside scuba one day, you know, get some ratings here. <laughs> <laughs> you know All what right, else he good. directed, which is not a film that I liked, though? Um, the one episode of, in Mandalorian where he brought back Bubba Fett and a lot of that Bubba Fett fighting in Mandalorian was his idea, like, of, like, making him look like Conan the Barbarian, like he's just a badass. When Who's he's introduced in the Roberts. When he's introduced in uh, in the Mandalorian, the Mandalorian, a lot of that was Robert's direction and idea to like make him look like Conan the Barbarian. That's how he phrased it, and I thought that was brilliant. And also, you know, in the beginning of, um, he also told me how in the beginning of uh, of that episode, of when we see um, Bubba Fett in that episode, <clears throat> Mandalorian, the man, man, Mando and Grogu are in the ship together. But there was no um, lighthearted scene or something that, and I even told him that was like, you brought a warmth between Grogu and Mandalorian that was kind of missing. Like, yeah, we knew that they were attached, but in that scene, it was just a small thing. 
but I, I, I caught it and thought it was kind of beautiful, but he makes them laugh. Grogu and, and, Man, and Mando have a moment and they laugh. And he, he said he put that in there because that was kind of missing. And then it made the ending have more weight when he's, when Grogu's taken away by those, um, whatever death troopers or whatever they are. Um, so again, I feel like, you know, I don't know if people know, but he actually does understand story really well. And that's when you have a director that like does bring something. They're not just doing lighting or whatever. Like he is evolving the story and making it, you know, adding these nuanced things that make it better, you know? So I would say that what him bringing Bubba Fett in that episode was really cool. All right, KSS. Um, <laughs> okay. let's get to our movie recommendations uh, oh yeah i didn't even think of one. Oh, you start thinking before i get to well, my main recommendation i'll recommend death proof okay that's fine death proof <laughs> watch it let us let us know if you like yeah it. let us know <laughs> yeah i think what watching that honestly it would work so well today it, i better I see some of your friends i know marion's gonna comment i better see one of your friends comment tell me they, how they thought about <laughs> death proof <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, so good. Anyone else uh, out there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, real quick, uh, before I, my main recommendation, uh, Smile just came on HBO Max. So watch Smile. Smile. Oh, yeah. I want to watch that. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's my favorite horror movie since Hereditary. It's really good. Uh, but my, my recommendation, since we've been talking about Alan Tudyk, is uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. He's in it with Tyler Labine, and uh, it's it's really funny. It's kind of like Cabin in the Woods, where they're they're making fun of the stereotypes. They're like these country hillbillies, and they you know these kids run into them. They think like, oh, they're like these scary, aggressive country hillbillies, and it's just a, a set of misunderstandings between them, where they look like they're the bad guys. And it's that's all I'll say about it. It's really funny, underrated. Uh, what it's what like is it indie called again? Indie rated uh, horror film, comedy horror. It's not really horror, but it's comedy horror. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. And oh yeah, usually, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. You I can usually find it on one. Netflix or Amazon Prime. You'll find it. You'll see. You'll find it somewhere. I just watched it somewhere. Uh, really funny. Really good. Alan Tudyk. He's the best. So, uh, but T- Tyler Tyler Labane. I don't really know, I'm familiar with him, but he's he's more of the lead than Alan. They're they're both in it, uh, less buddies, but he's actually really funny too. So, go watch that. Okay. All right. And that's it. Did you watch Andor at all? We haven't talked about Andor. Uh, I haven't talked about it because uh, I, I fell off. I, I've, I've fallen behind. So okay. I know it just when finished, you right? catch up, we should talk about it, though. It just finished. I enjoy it. Yeah. It's, really, it's really well made. It's good. Uh, I know it's not for everybody. Maybe some people want more action or something. There's action in it. Um, I, I saw that he ends up he, he, I saw he ends up getting caught. So, <laughs> Spoiler, I saw that he, ended up, he gets caught, right? He looks like he's in a jumpsuit. So, yeah. But uh, it's really good. But I mean, he's a great, ac- he's a great actor. He's a great actor. It's really well made. He's a great actor. I enjoy it. It's like more maybe what would you call it? Political spy. It's not going to spy it. So espionage. Yeah, espionage. Uh, yeah. Him, him getting. Well, it's it's a, obviously you know he's going to get it's eventually. Who, Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say it's a, it's a uh, the director that did the Bourne series. You know. Oh. Um, really? I like I, yeah. I like it. I like it. You know, it's 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 getting him to obviously at some point join the Rebel Alliance and. Uh, no, it's good. Great performances. Really good. I just uh, other stuff has come on and I haven't got a chance to watch it. Marion doesn't didn't seem too into it, so but I like. That. Yeah, I don't know if I'm into the monologues. Like, I don't mind monologues, but if every character has one, it doesn't um, I didn't make notice. them unique. You'll you'll see. I don't know. I mean, I did enjoy it. I loved it. I love the the music and I love the visuals. Um, and you know, I've been watching people talk about it and i do love uh that it is like identifying things that are happening in our own world and i think that's always great sci-fi um and how there's a parallel between the two characters that are, that are being radicalized between cassian and i forget the other guy's name the one that uh i don't know how far you saw but he's the one that's chasing him in the beginning and he gets demoted so it's just kind of yeah, yeah. showing how both get radicalized and one becomes a rebel mm. and the other becomes part of the empire and they're playing against each other parallel and people have talked about how um uh actually ryan airy i don't know if you like him but he's on screen crush he's really good you would actually like his reviews probably but um talked about how they use flashbacks really well in the sense that it serves a story and they play against each other and like you know (laughs) anyway i I liked it i i'm not i'm not gonna lie i do kind of miss a little fan service (laughs) i think because i (laughs) 
you know, I mean, some of the complaints was that, you know, um, sometimes the show can do the, the other TV series can be a little fan service and they introduce characters that people don't really know who they are. Um, and they're like, I don't care. But when you do know when you're a fan and for me, I do know some of these characters that like Black Cranston, I'm reading, I was reading the comic book. So when he was introduced to me, that was so freaking cool. Um, <clears throat> so what they're saying is some of the, you know, acknowledgments towards this series is that you don't need to be a fan to enjoy it because of the slow process and the way they introduce people and it's not like let me just throw in i mean i guess they feel like they're throwing in characters for me they're continuing a story through different mediums so it doesn't feel that way to me but i can see how it would feel that way if you're not reading the comics or watching the cartoons you know, you the, know? the one thing i was disappointed was um i wanted to see you know uh since he's hispanic you know and they, and they introduced like he's in a hispanic planet or whatever uh but uh you know he has a white mom because he's adopted like he abandoned that life and i was like oh man that, and i like his mom that's a, she's a great actress uh, but i was like actress, oh yeah. man we don't even i wanted to, i want to see more hispanic people in the star wars universe yeah. but he's fucking, you're right he just ended up yeah. he's, he's you know he's just like an indigenous planet or whatever and he just yeah I did feel that way too. I, I thought was like, we were gonna see more. Lame. Of that. I wanted yeah. to see like I wanted to see where where he's from and shit. Like, oh, he's adopted. Yeah. Like, they just had to have the white mother. It was like, yeah. was, I thought that was pretty fucking lame. No, you're right about that. I remember feeling that way too. I was like, oh, we're not gonna see any of these people that he this tribe that he grew up with, you know, or see anything more about it. But maybe we will because apparently I don't think this is the last season. So and he's still. No, I mean, I'm sure he's still looking for his sister. I love, you know who his mom is, right? His, uh, his, adopted, no. his adopted mom she's, oh. uh, she's well i mean i've seen the actress before. yeah she's in harry potter yeah yeah yeah. Um, she's great yeah yeah she's great <laughs> yeah she's she... a good actress yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she i don't yeah. mind her being in the show because she's fucking great but it was kind yeah. of it was disappointing <laughs> yeah yeah no you're right about that maybe maybe they'll show it uh because he's still looking for a sister so maybe he might find his people maybe not i don't know that's true but you're right yeah all right that's it all right, Josh. <laughs> Everybody like and subscribe, and we'll see you again. Come back to the podcast. Back to the number two. Yeah, we had to change. Look it, it up. Don't ignore <laughs> this right here, right? <laughs> now Look we're easy to find. Spotify, easy to find now. Apple. <laughs> and don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> and, and you know what? Uh, uh, I was considering changing the show's name to if, if we couldn't figure out a way to be searchable on YouTube. Because something you said last last week. Go back oh to yeah, go movies. to the go back, go back to the movies, and we should always end with that. We should end back with to that. The yes, go to the movies, and don't be a what did you call people last week? <laughs> I don't know. What did they say? You said <laughs> something like "Don't be." They say a bitch, or <laughs> yeah, I think you said "Don't be a bitch." Go to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <did. laughs> right, thank and you. also, go to the movies. Go to the damn theaters, please. Yeah. Oh my God. Go they the got movie. discount Tuesdays in Vegas. I don't know about in LA, but Vegas. Here they do Tuesday. too. Five dollars. Five dollars. Oh, okay. Over here. Yeah, see, yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Discount Tuesday. Yes. Don't be a bitch. Go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you should call it. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> don't be a bitch. <laughs> like Josh says, go to the movies. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to the movies after this. I'm going to go see uh, Black Panther again. Uh, I want to go see it again too, but I'm, uh, Delilah's visiting our sister, so oh, go, okay. ha- go hang out with them. Go see. Oh, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> go to the movies. Everybody, go to the movies. If I go, I'll be on Tuesday, <laughs> discount Tuesday. <laughs> well, go and get discount Tuesday. That counts. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Movie, movie Pass is coming back too. Sign up, subscribe. Just go movie to the movies. Movie Passes. Yeah, it's coming the, the, back. The the scam one? I guess if you want they to call it, why was it why was it a scam? They owe you money. Why? Yeah. Movie pass? The app with uh yeah. you get to see any movie, blah blah blah. Cause they yeah. they shut down, dude. They shut down. I paid for shit. What the fuck? Fuck movie pass. Coming back. But why do you owe money? It was a monthly subscription. When they, they shut just... down, they stopped charging. Uh first of all, a lot of times it didn't even work. So you couldn't even see a movie like you're supposed to. But so. you know why? That was when somebody their plan I was horrible. Who... No, it was when somebody else bought it. Somebody bought it, but before that, oh I actually paid. Oh my god! No, come on, dude. It doesn't yes. work. Movie Pass coming back? Forget no, it. No, it worked. Do it. Don't do I it. I bought it. I did it early, and I First bought. All, I used it. 
hold on. Regal, you AMC, want it when it was... they have their own plans. You don't need to use movie yeah, pass. Yeah, but movie pass works for every movie theater. Oh, and I got it early Does on. It? You're get you got it when it was ten dollars a month. That was a scam. I got it when it was $40, $40 a month. Yeah, I got it when it was $40 a month, but I could go to any, I was actually playing like when they were doing the real subscription-based movie pass and that was legitimate to me. I was like $40, okay, I go to the movies every week. That was fine. And you could see any movie at any theater and they should have kept it that way. They were trying to like, I don't know, they sold it to somebody who thought that they could just charge people $10 a month. That became a scam. Yeah, it didn't work. It just sent, get us in a copy of your receipt, but it, if it goes back to the way it was, which is like what AMC is doing, a $30 subscription base, and you can use it in any movie theater, I think that's worth it. Just just, just for people with anxiety where they, they don't, they try to not accept it, or, you know, they, they give you a ticket, they actually put movie pass on there. It's just like, they're like shaming you with movie pass. Why does that shame, though? Ask somebody with anxiety. Nobody wants to go with a movie pass, and they're like looking at you like fucking movie pass, and they write it down. They're tracking them. It's like sometimes I think some people got turned away. They didn't want to use, which is probably illegal. But it's not worth it. Don't. No, I'm not. Okay, I never uh, had any issues. Unless they want to be our first sponsor, I'll sell out. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) No fucking movie pass. And anyways, let's let's see how this works. Why give them a second chance? I thought you you want. I thought you want people to go to the movies. All right, promote your little AMC pass. No, I don't have any. I don't have any pass. I just go on Tuesdays. So that's all you need to do. All <laughs> right. Yeah, but not everybody can go on Tuesdays. You go on Tuesdays because you work in in that's Vegas. Another reason so most not gonna, people don't have Tuesday off. That's another reason it has less chance of working because <laughs> these guys wised up to it. So the AMC, Cinemark, Regal, they all have their own damn passes now. Yeah. It's like I yeah. just don't see it working, and then people are not gonna. How how, how much is gonna cost this time? Back to forty. People are just not gonna pay. If it's back to forty, and you can cancel all your other subscriptions. Why not? New York, LA, and that's it. Nobody else, they don't need it. Like, if it works for well, those two cities, anyways, that's great. They're doing but... a beta version right now, and I signed up for it. We'll see. Right. I'll let you know if it doesn't work. We'll I didn't have in. any issues. I'll check back <laughs> in. Either way, go to the damn movie. Yeah. <laughs> let the, let the, you going. Let the check clear before you say movie pass. <laughs> All, right. All right. That's it. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Peace. <laughs>